What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. I am Ian Levanza. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Latoya Luckett. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. The Swag Award. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. It's a 90s reunion this weekend. We've got two of our favorite sitcom actors, LaVita Alizé Jenkins. And SETI. Up next is actress Terry J. Vaughn. Later in the show, Cedric the Entertainer. Cafe Mocha begins now. It's Cafe Mocha. On any given day, you can see LaVita Alize in reruns. On the line, <laughs> it's the woman that made a generation laugh. Yes. She's now using her talents <laughs> to make her own movies. Miss Terry J. Vaughn joins us. You, Terry, when you go back and look at those old episodes with you and SETI, what <laughs> do you think? I think I was so blessed. <laughs> so blessed. That was a really fun time of my life. Of course, it was my first series. Um, and I got to, you know, go to work every day with these amazing people. And we've become family since. So it was definitely a monumental time of my life. Yeah, you've put out your own production company and are making your own projects. What kind of projects are you putting out? Yeah, so I have my production company, Nina Holiday Entertainment, and we've been creating movies for television for the past 13 years. Um, We've had at least 13 movies to air um, on television, and we're still going at it. And Digital Lives Matter is one of the movies that we produced um, on our own independently. It was my directing debut. Oh. And Yay. yeah. So so yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um so yeah, so we've been pounding the pavement with our um creating content for uh for us, starring us, featuring us, created by us. And um we've just been really fortunate. And now with the release of Digital Lives Matter on um digi- all the digital platforms right now. Um, you can get it at Target, Best Buy, um, YouTube. Um, it's everywhere. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Actress and director and producer Terry J. Vaughn uh, talking about her latest film, Digital Lives Matter. Can you tell us about it? Yes. So Digital Lives Matter is a movie that we did out in Atlanta, Georgia, and it stars all these Atlanta uh, social media influencers. Stars DC Youngfly, Emmanuel Hudson, B. Simone, Ernestine Johnson, and it's a story of this social media superstar being DC Youngfly. He has all these millions of followers, and he wakes up one day to zero followers. So he's sent on oh, this no. day to do good <laughs> deeds, right, to do good deeds around the city of Atlanta in order to earn his followers back. Oh, wow. And it's it's a super fun movie. It's the, a hood comedy, a classic, just like Friday was. And we want everybody to go see it. Yeah, DC Young Fly is one of the um, young comics who is hilarious. Very, yeah. very, um, he re- kind of reminds me of a young, 
young uh, Chris Tucker. Like, you know. And Digital was, Lives Matter, how clever. I know. Now, t- Tyler Perry started it, but more and more, we're allowed to tell our own stories. How do the stories change when you change the storyteller? The storyteller, because, you know, like, we were always used to the mainstream stories, but now, because we're uh-huh. allowed to tell our own stories, right. how do you think that that has changed the whole marketplace? Well, I mean, we get to tell stories that we that we can relate to and from our own voice instead of being from the perspective from the perspective of somebody that's assuming what our voice is. Mm-hmm. And you know, and our voice has many different levels, d- different levels, different colors. We come from, you know, all different kind of backgrounds and not in a box. And so being able to speak, you know, as a a female being able to speak as a black female, my voice is going to be different from somebody that's not. And, you know, so being able to tell the stories from our perspective without putting any, any type of uh, caricature to it, but just real life voices. And like I said, we come in all kinds of voices. Um, it's very powerful. Her new movie, Digital Lives Matter, that's also her directing debut. Wow. How was that? How was that experience being a, um, your first directing debut? It was amazing. Um, being, you know, I'm being an actress for however many years, a long time. Right. <laughs> and um, being able to work, especially with these new actors, you know, I've always been a mentor for young people anyway. I've had a foundation for over 20 years where I work with young women. And so mentoring and pouring into people and sharing my experience has always been a part of me anyway. So when directing came along, it was kind of like the same thing. It's like guiding these these newcomers in a way, teaching them how I learned the craft of acting and guiding them through the scenes to where it's realistic and, you know, just breaking their image of, okay, now I got to act now. Uh, no, I need you to be real. Um, so it, for me, it was, it was a easy, easy transition. And, you know, I'm an actor lover. Um, we, you know, open ourselves up, we open our hearts, we share our experiences through these characters. And I'm very mindful of that when working with actors. So it, it feels good to me. On the line, we have Terry J. Vaughn. Her new movie is Digital Live Matters. And talking about longtime actress and being a mentor to young people and being in the industry for such a long time, I recently, well, not too recent, but I started seeing you post these Instagram uh, stories, if I can call it that, of you and your home and your family and the mirror and the shower. It, has oh. it been <laughs> has it been hard to transition from, uh, I guess, from being in the game for so long to trying to relate to what's happening now? You know, it's really not. I've, and, and I don't really feel like it's a transition more than it is kind of adding to what I've already done. Um, because like you said, I've been acting for a really long time and I still love acting. Um, so it's not that I'm not doing that and transitioned out of that. It's just I've added more to what I do. I went from acting to creating content and to now directing 
Um, so it's been it's, it's been just a part of my growth. And, you know, and having a family and being able to be a mentor to young people, it's a part of how God made me. So it all feels right to me. None of it feels out of the box to me. It all feels like what I'm supposed to be doing. You have a lot of projects coming up. What can fans see you in next? So I have a movie that I directed as well that's coming on BET this summer called Angrily Ever After. And it's a romantic comedy. (laughs) It's hilarious. And I'm excited for the fans to see that as well. I'm currently on directing my sixth movie. Um, It's a Christmas movie. Um, So I I do, I have a a few things coming up this year. So you guys will see my name a lot in the directing room this year. We are so proud of you, Terry. Oh my goodness. You just do big things. We're always going to support you. And whenever you want to call in and, and tell us about your upcoming projects, please do. It's Cafe Mocha. Cedric, the entertainer's on the line. And said, we talked to your former co-star, Terry J. Vaughn, earlier in the show. Talk about the fond memories. Well, hopefully they were fond memories of <laughs> the early sitcom days for you. <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. Well, I mean, one, you know, the Steve Harvey show was kind of on in that real heyday. Like, Martin had set the pace, and then... Shows like the Wayans Brothers and then Steve Harvey Show and and Mr. Cooper, all these was in, you know going on, and so uh, you know to be able to, to like have a cast like we did, one another big comedian, and then these two great actresses, uh, both Wendy Raquel and Terry J. They just you know grounded our show and gave it great balance, and of course uh, Terry was like super cute and everybody loved her and she was just like you know and she was just sweet but we're still great family great friends you know when she come to la she stay with me and everything like we we still great friends <laughs> oh it's cafe mocha on the line my brother in comedy we just love him cedric the entertainer he has a new cbs sitcom monday nights at 8 p.m it's called the neighborhood it's hilarious first of all how does your yeah. life change when you get a prime slot on a major how'd you get CBS? They don't let black folks on CBS. <laughs> Not UPN. Not UPN. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was that took that took a little bit of work right there. You know, that was uh it was definitely a deal that like would took a little process to get to it. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, we really happy with the success. Yeah, it's very, you very know, successful. We was put together, you know, of course like the 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 creator of the show come from Big Bang Theory, so it's a lot of big like well seasoned people around here, and then for me to, to be able to go and get to Sheena Arnold and then Beth Bears and Max Greenfield, just really solid cast uh, to tell this story is working out. Well, for those who haven't um, seen the neighborhood, tell us a little bit about it. I mean, basically, it's a story about gentrification, if you will. Uh, I play Calvin Butler, a uh, a strong black family business owner in this in this predominantly black neighborhood. That uh, a white family moves in next door. So I, I, I you know, I say this is the first raindrop. To you know, next thing you know, it's gonna be a Whole Foods and a Starbucks on every corner <laughs> in my own neighborhood, man. So, uh, you know, I just started to be—I started to be a little, uh, you know, stuck in my ways about it. And it's all about how I kind of got to get to grow and know 
this new neighbor and just kind of at the same time uh, representing the pride in the history, in the history of my, in the culture of uh, the neighborhood in which I live. Yeah, because there was a time when Hollywood was, was scared to mix black and white. You had one black neighbor. That's all they could take. <laughs> what do you think changed? Yeah, that, that's really true. I mean, you know, I mean, this is like uh, it was like a flip on the head. Even when you think about like great shows like All in the Family back in the day, the Norma Lear shows, mm-hmm. where you know it was the opposite of. And uh, but you know, I think that you know times have changed definitely for television. Uh, the opportunity to, to have strong messages, and you know, and, and for me being a, you know a veteran of the business, I'm also the executive producer of the show. I was able to make sure that we grounded in something real, that we weren't just telling jokes, that we weren't about just the jokes, but we're going to make sure that we get this, you know, this solid base of how everybody feels when you start to feel marginalized or you feel like somebody's coming in and taking your territory. His new sitcom is called The Neighborhood. Tashina Arnold's in it. It is great. Monday night, CBS, 8 p.m. You know, I want to, I want to, gears a little bit. We had you on, Cedric, back during the uprising in Ferguson. You're from that area. You know a lot of the players. Where is Ferguson at right now as far as their growth and as far as, you know, weeding out some of the people uh, that were causing problems in the black community there? Well, you know, they they have done some work there to, you know, to have some uh, community involvement. Uh, uh, they did. They moved out a few of the, you know, the old, um, you know, police chiefs and political chiefs. But it's still some very disturbing stuff going on there, you know. And, and so uh, the city is still on very much, you know, high alert uh, all around. I mean, a lot of the. Um, you know, there's a, there was a big article uh, not long ago in the New York Times about uh, a lot of those uh, activists are coming up missing still. Some of them have been yes. been, been murdered in very mm-hmm. odd ways. So St. Louis is a, you know, is a, is a racially diverse town. It's really, you know, polarized. It's very separate in its ways. And so some of these things are going to be uh, the long fight. But, you know, uh, we, we, we're here for the fight. Everybody is down. We're trying to make our city that we grow up in, the city that we love, a place where everybody can feel comfortable in their neighborhoods and definitely shouldn't be afraid of, uh, you know, the authoritarian figures, people who are supposed to be there to, you know, to, to balance out crime and not not be committed. What are you teaching your kids about how to interact with the police? Uh, mainly, you know, mainly, you know, be be very aware of the circumstances. And, you know, and of course, if, if ever, you know, they are in, you know, a uh, situation with the, with the police is to, you know, is to... Try to get somebody on the phone right away. Try to, you know, be orderly and calm in your situation and try not to do anything sudden. Mainly live through the night. That's the the incident and see if we can deal with it afterwards. But don't do anything to have them and give them the right to uh, cause you bodily harm. And that's that's what we try to make sure that's the key message, especially for my son and but and my daughter as well. But you know, boys are more look more likely to be subjected to just random violence. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood comes on CBS Mondays at eight p.m. But you know, this is um, show is titled '90s Reunion," and Cedric, tell me about how you had the longevity. Of mm-hmm. you That's, know yeah. of being in in this game for so long and still being respected yeah. and not going crazy. It's a good one, Lonnie. <laughs> you know, I, 
I, you know, you, that, that's that's really real though, you know. But I try to just stay busy, man. I stay out the way, man. You don't, <laughs> you don't really see you don't see me doing that. I'm all about that work. I try to go on stage. I try to stay, you know, producing and creating TV shows. I stay out the way, man. I'm not in the, you know, I'm not in a lot of TMZ of it all. So, you know, I try to, you know, as much as possible. You know, I got a beautiful wife and a great family. I just try to keep my feet down and just, you know, uh, you know that what I, I, I call. I'm a, you know, a lunch bucket dude. I just got my lunch bucket with me, and I do the grind. That's all I'm about, man. Speaking about staying working, did I hear you're on tour doing some doing some stand-up with some of your fellow guys? Yeah, the comedy get down. We did. Uh, we 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 uh, took a we're taking a break from that right now. Uh, but that's that's me, George Lopez, D. L. Hewley, Eddie Griffin, uh, and, and shout out to late Charlie Murphy. Uh, but you know we're we're, mm. we're taking a little break on that. And right now I'm just out by myself with a lot of uh, the young guys, Malik S. and Sean Larkins. I've been been taking a lot of these young cats out on stage and Daphne Springs. So we've been having a good time just trying to you know stay busy and you know of course me to try to stay writing and you know maybe even look at doing another special soon yeah does it ever get old doing stand-up Cedric I mean it, it, you know, to a degree it is a young man sport I, I say that quite often but I do love the immediacy of that audience like you know out of all the things that we do the audience when you go on stage that that immediate reaction that audience of a joke funny or not it's right then, you know, it's not like television where, you know, they're going to edit it and then you got, you know, you know, other producers and the network, they got opinions right. and people changing stuff around. So I, I really like stand-up for that reason. That's one of the reasons why I still do it to keep your, your, your blade sharp, I say. And I'm I'm always seeing you on the golf course. I'm always seeing <laughs> you. Love is, golf. Is, is this just a comedian <laughs> hookup, or what is this? Is it a getaway from my wife weekend? Is this a boys hangout? What is this golf thing I'm you know always that, seeing? That's, that's my only. You know, that's one of my only little. You know, kind of real getaways. I mean, it for sure. Uh, you know, but all, all you know, all my great friends. We love the golf. So you know, me, George, Anthony, Anderson, DL. You know, Harvey, Steve, we all, like, try to find ourselves, Don Cheadle. So we all try to find ourselves, like, a moment where we get to play. You get to talk trash. You drinking a little bit. You smoking a cigar. It's good time, you know. You got And you get to show a little skill. We gambling a little bit. It's all, it's all the elements, right. you know, uh, of being in a man cave instead of just being dudes right. outside. How how does it feel you know, to um get to have a tiger back in the game? Or you are a tiger? Yeah, that's tiger what fan? I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. You know, I mean, we all we all know, like even you know, as a especially as a you know, just a, someone watches sports, we like when Tiger's in it. He just brings a, a different level of excitement, and of course, you know, with him trying to fight back and show a comeback. I always love that about somebody, that resiliency uh, of people that's like, mm -hmm. yo, you can be counted out, uh, but, you know, you just, you know, you do the work, you do the grind, and he improved that. That's what it was all about with him. And so, uh, you know, this was a big win. The Masters, you know, I had a, I had a blessed opportunity to actually play that course before, which uh, is a very rare situation. It's super private, and uh, yeah, it's a hard course, but, you know, he... He, he's shown himself to be legendary, and that's what he is. So I, I was happy to see him get his win.
I didn't like you are uh, legendary boy trolling too. them though the next day talking about he giving them a a, a medal of freedom. <laughs> oh, oh boy just jumped on it like trolling <laughs> trying to get the, get his own props off Tiger winning. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Oh <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Cedric the Entertainer. The Neighborhood is on CBS Monday nights at 8 p.m. And you guys have been already picked up for a second season, right? Say yes. Yeah, no, that's yes. exciting. So, you know, I'm all up in Neiman Marcus just buying <laughs> stuff right now. <laughs> Bring me my head to Cedric. CBS money. <laughs> That's a good buddy right there. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thank you, Cedric. You are legendary. You make us proud. You yes. make us laugh. And uh, we're just so happy for the continued success that you always have. You've always been a supporter of Cafe Mocha and myself on my show, The Real. We love you, Cedric. Yeah. All right. Let- Love you too, y'all. You know, all y'all the best. And of course, love seeing you whenever I see you. I always love running the yo yo whenever we out. She the, she the best. And you know, Angela, y'all. So I, I appreciate y'all, man. And uh, thanks for having me on today. Thank day. you. All right. Take God care, Cedric. Congratulations. All right, y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the Cafe Mocha Espresso. Hollywood is in shock and mourning over the loss of filmmaker John Singleton. His debut, Boys in the Hood, made him the youngest Best Director Oscar nominee. He was only 24 years old. Mm -hmm. And he was the first black person nominated for Best Director. Which, you know, when you think about it, it seems absurd. But he was an extraordinary cat. That is so tragic. And California has made it legal to wear your natural hair. Roland Martin explains. A bill guaranteeing the right to wear braids, locks, and natural hair at work passes the California Senate, thank goodness. Uh, The fact that we should actually pass a bill shows you the kind of racism you're dealing with uh, in the United States. Roland Martin Unfiltered streams at 6 p.m. on YouTube. Lottie loves talking all about her first date with her new boyfriend, James. It was the movie premiere of Peppermint. He met me at the beginning of the red carpet because I was walking the carpet, and he was like, you walking the carpet? I was like, yeah. People from the movie started coming up to me going, oh, my God, Lonnie, I love you on the reel. I lo-. And you could see his face turn like, like wait exactly? a minute. The Espresso is brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. Coming up, get get your workout on with the Mocha Mix. Hang on to your seat and adjust the volume. It's time for the Mocha Mix. Ten minutes of pure mocha. Right about now. Now. It's DJ Miss ID.
I'll need to see some ID.
ID. It's the Mocha Mix with DJ Miss ID. Cafe Mocha wants you to join us at this year's Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola. As always, it's in New Orleans, July 4th weekend. You saw the movie, Girl Trip. <laughs> anyway, what's going to be new this year? Lonnie Love is hosting the main stage. And of course, Mary J. Blige is going to be there. Her is performing this year. There's going to be a throwback night with Teddy Riley. All you have to do is download the Cafe Mocha radio app, fill out the entry form, and you and a friend could be joining us July 4th weekend at the 25th Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola. Get registered now. Just download that Cafe Mocha radio app. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Tell me what you say now Tell me what you say, come again If you cannot stay down Then you do not have to pretend Like there is no way out I should've never let you in Cause you got me face down And don't take this personal Jar the words, you know what you've done to me Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.